Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Thanks for coming back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're here. Welcome on in if you're new. We're in 1 Kings 14 and we're landing the plane on 14. Here's what's happened. The kingdom's divided. We've talked a lot about Jeroboam. He really blew it in amazing ways. I mean, he slid so far away from the Lord. The Lord tore the kingdom, his kingdom, from his hands. He had seen it pulled from Solomon's hands and part of it given to him, but he didn't learn anything. He repeated the same thing, idolatry, putting someone, something, and in this situation, his situation was two things, two golden calves, in place of God and inserting himself in place of God. So now we get the death of Jeroboam. Here's what the Bible says. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he warred and how he reigned, uh, behold, they are written in the book of Chronicles. We have books in the Bible, First and Second Chronicles. That's where you find more. And eventually we're going to get there and look at look at his life a little bit more in detail. And the time that Jeroboam reigned was 22 years, and he slept with his fathers, and Nabab, his son, reigned in his place. Now, look what happens. The Bible turns, and we talk just a little bit about Rehoboam, who reigned in Judah. The kingdom was divided into Israel and Judah. Um, Jeroboam ruled over Israel, and Rehoboam ruled in Judah. So here's what happens. Now, Rehoboam, he was the son of Solomon. He reigned in Judah. He was the guy who grew up in the palace, grew up around the king. He saw Solomon do it right, and he saw him slide into doing it wrong. Now, one would reason you should learn from that, right? Or somebody else might say, yeah, but... You know, values and activities are not taught, they're caught. So what they see is more powerful than what they hear. And I think that might have been the case with Jeroboam, let's look, or Rehoboam rather. So Rehoboam was 41 years old uh, when he began to reign, and he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city of the Lord, who he had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. Now his mother's name was Nahum, Nama, the Ammonite, and Judah did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And they provoked him to jealousy with their sins that they committed more than all the fathers before him. They, for they also built for themselves high places and pillars and ashram on every high hill and under every green tree. So what they're saying is, is, is uh, Rehoboam did exactly what Jeroboam did and exactly what Solomon had done, built a bunch of pagan altars and pagan idols. Now, God hates when you displace him with something that isn't real. And all of these idols and other gods are not real. They're fake and they're false. So here's here's what happens. And here, so you might be asking, why does God hate it? Well, one, God hates it because it is right to worship him alone. It is right to place him in the preeminent spot in our mind and our heart. It's right to worship him above anything and everything because he is the only true and living God. That is right to do that. And second, when we don't do that, we move down a road of spiritual emptiness and spiritual wandering because none of those stone, wood, or metal statues can give you wisdom, guidance, peace, comfort, redemption, and direction. They can't. So God says, worship me and only me, not just because he deserves it, but he does, and that would be good enough, but he does it because it's for our good. It keeps us from wasting our life and our time. It keeps us from throwing aside all the years that we could use for great things. So um, they they started building all this stuff, and God gets very angry, provokes him to jealousy, and he says, you've done more than all the fathers before them. Then he goes on and says this, for they also built for themselves high places, pillars and ashram on every high hill and every green tree. And there were also male cult prostitutes in the land. They did according to all the abominations 
of the nations that the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. So they developed these cults, they developed these temples, and they put male prostitutes. So when you go in there to offer your offering, you also have the opportunity to engage with male prostitutes. If you're a man, you could do that. If you're a woman, you could do that. There's really no age limit. It doesn't look like. And so whoever, it could happen. And it was an abomination to the Lord. That's not the worship of the true and living God. That's not what moves you into the better place in your life. That doesn't move you into wisdom and freedom and impact and success. That shackles you to your flesh and to the moment. And so when one moment is over, you have to try to start planning for the next moment. When that moment's over, you have to start trying to plan for the next moment. There is no internal peace and understanding. And God says, you did this. The nations I ran out of here were doing the same thing. I ran them out. We built a temple so you could experience atonement and forgiveness and see the presence of the God of God in your midst. You could see that. But you turned away from it. So what happens? So in the fifth year that King Rehoboam, in the fifth year of King Rehoboam, here's what happened. In the fiftieth year of King Rehoboam, Shishak king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. He took away the treasure of the house of the Lord and the treasure of the king's house, and he took away everything. He also took away the, all the shields of gold that Solomon had made. And King Rehoboam then made shields of bronze, which is way less than gold, right? And committed them to the hands of the officers and to the guard who kept the door of the king's house. And as officers of the king went in and out of the house, the guard carried them and brought them back and forth uh, to the guardroom. In other words, it was a symbol. The golden shields were a symbol of God's protection to Rehoboam. They were taken by Shishak. So he says, well, wait a minute. Okay, God, you can take those. I'm going to make my own. But it's out of a lesser material, and it doesn't really work because look what happens. It says, now also the rest of the acts of Rehoboam are found in the book of Chronicles as well of the kings of Judah. And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. And then Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. His mother's uh, name was Namah the Ammonite, and Abijam, his son, reigned in his place. Death still visited him, and he died a very uh, horrible death when it comes to being an impactful king. So, remember when we started Kings, we said that this is a story of sliding. It's a story of sliding away from the Lord, seeing the greatness of God, seeing the glory of God, seeing all the cool things that God could do. But looking at that and saying there's other things that matter most. And this is exactly what happened here. Rehoboam was blessed. He was able to maintain part of his grandfather David's kingdom for the greatness of God. The temple of God was there. God was still going to visit them there. But what does he do? He squanders it on immediate gratification and on ego. There are two things that will pull you away from the Lord thinking you're more important than God and living for now and not for the next kingdom. I pray, man, I pray you don't do that. I pray you live for the Lord. Man, I pray you humbly approach him. And I pray that when you do that, you will experience God's grace for your journey like never before. Can I pray for you? Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. And Lord, I pray that we will honor you and walk with you all the days of our life. And Father, if we go astray, be kind and gracious and pull us back in the line. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode 
of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.